Faint young sun, no paradox, unless you're using broken clocks. It's Rhyme and Reason 326. Hey there, Tony here, and I apologize right off the bat for my uh, rather cheap Charlie Chan impression there at the beginning. And for those of you who don't know who Charlie Chan is, you know, that's why they invented the Internet. So you'd find out things like that. You can just look it up. Charlie Chan. Old movies way before my time. But you know what? I've watched them and they're not very good. But anyway, (laughs) I've really gotten off the beaten path. But you may be asking, well, what are you talking about then? You know, you talk about a faint young son, a faint young son. With an S-U-N. That's not S-O-N. So I'm not talking about someone's um, empty-headed little boy. You know, hey, he's a faint young son. And he... No, no, no. I'm talking about a faint young son, which is a paradox to people who don't believe that the solar system and the universe and Earth and everything were created. They don't believe that. They think that it happened And so a faint young son becomes a paradox for them. Now, you can do an online search for that term, and I would say that most of the results talk about the paradox. But you know what? It's just another fairy tale. Like I said, there's no paradox because there never was a faint young son. Yeah, that's right. It never happened. And I'm telling you truth that's backed up by evidence. You know me, I don't get on here and start telling you truth that just happens to be how I feel about it. Those other results that you'll find online when they talk about the paradox, those are just make-believe stories. I read some of them when I was doing a little bit of research on this uh, particular podcast episode and article, uh, which you'll see the links to in the show notes here. But here's the thing. A faint young son requires way too much blind faith. Blind faith. Not the kind of faith that Christians who believe in creation have. We have faith that's based on evidence. Evolutionists say that once upon a time, about 4.6 billion years ago, the sun and our whole solar system evolved from a spinning cloud of dust and gas. Isn't that fun and interesting, boys and girls? And it eventually condensed into a hot blazing orb that we know and worship today. But the plot thickens, or thins, depending on how you look at it. It turns out that real science indicates actually what I'm going to quote Walt Brown as saying, a slowly condensing sun, and it would have radiated 25 to 30 percent less heat during its first 600 million years than it radiates today. And guess what? That small percentage of less heat radiating from the sun, you know what it would have done? Yep, it would have frozen all the oceans. Not one, not two, all seven seas on Earth. Then if all that water, let's say it was frozen for a long, 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 long time, Earth would have basically turned into a mirror, and it would have reflected even more of that warm sunshine right back into space. And then our little blue planet would have turned into basically a frozen marble, and we would never have evolved into the warm and loving creatures 
we all are today. I have a song that's just as sarcastic about it. This is called Fast Forward, and I'll be right back. Fast forward to the scene by the ocean Your shattered and fatigued with emotion Fast forward to a time of reflection Then you can use your hindsight direction To help avoid that angst and depression Fast forward to your dreamland expression Your hands and direction. 
I know I've shared that song on here before, but it seemed appropriate. Uh, there's a line in there. It's my favorite line in the whole song. And yeah, I wrote it, but I still can have a favorite line. So what? The line is, uh, until a duck becomes a deer. And then you hear me say in the background, yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, well, you know, I saw a video online that really looked like it was made for kids. trying to. They were trying to solve the faint young son paradox. And I have to put that in air quotes. And they were trying to solve it with debunked information. Now, of course, when you prefer a world where you can leave God out of it, you don't care really about the evidence that contradicts your so-called science. In fact, you're liable to come up with silly solutions like lots more carbon dioxide, tons more ammonia and methane, and a much slower rotating planet with no continents. That's what all would have been in the beginning during that faint young sun time. Mm-hmm. It never happened. Like they say nowadays, never happened, y'all. Mm-mm. In order for a faint young sun to mature into the bold old sun we know and worship today, a lot of drastic changes had to happen. They had to happen, and they had to happen in an almost perfect way. But like the brilliant Ph.D. scientist from MIT, Dr. Walt Brown said, quoting him again, until some evidence supports such special pleadings, it does not appear that the sun evolved. If the sun, a typical and well-studied star, did not evolve, then why presume that all the other stars did? Ah, makes sense to me. Our warm, glowing, life-sustaining sun. It's just another example of how life has rhyme and reason because God made us. There's a 